Today and is hosted by Beth and Mark Tinsley. Weekly episodes present marriage-related topics using a combination of radio broadcast and audio podcast. Beth and Mark realize that they are an imperfect couple in an imperfect marriage in an imperfect world. However, they firmly believe that they serve a perfect God, and they want to share with you some of the life lessons and wisdom that He has shown them. If you'd like to learn more about Think Marriage, go to www.inquiryfortoday.com forward slash think marriage. That's www.inquiry, the number four, today.com forward slash think marriage. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to Think Marriage, a weekly radio broadcast podcast dedicated to helping couples grow in their love for, grace toward, and patience with one another. I'm Beth Tinsley, and I'm joined on our show by my co-host and husband, Mark Tinsley. Well, hello, everyone. This is Mark. And on today's episode, we're going to finish the N in our Think Marriage, Think acronym, which you'll remember stands for Nurture Life. Now, as a review, we've already talked about nurturing life through freedom, that is allowing our spouse the freedom to pursue his or her dreams and passions, and nurturing life through self-sacrifice, that is, giving ourselves in service to our spouses. Today, we're going to talk about nurturing life through joy, laughter, and fun. Life can often be a drag, can it? We know this. So why make it more of a drag by living in a melancholy state with your spouse? God has given spouses to one another to help one another, to love one another, and to complete one another. So why not enjoy this wonderful blessing by having a good time? Well, today we're going to talk about how to have fun with your spouse. And I thought the first thing that we could do is Beth and I would just share an experience uh, from our lives together as a couple where we, th- where we had fun, where we had a time of joy and 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 uh, blessing with one another, and and mine's, mine's really more general in nature. I just remember the many times that Beth and I had uh, when we were before we had kids, uh, where we were just together so much one on one time, and we would go to dinners and movies all the time together, and just joke with one another and laugh with one another. And Beth has a very contagious laugh, and it was just such a joy to spend those times together. Uh, quite regularly uh, on a weekly basis. Now, we still do that now uh, on date nights and things of that nature, but admittedly, it's it's fewer times and more space in between those times now because of you know having five kids and jobs and much more life responsibility now. Uh, but those times of joy, whether they're now or the times that we had many, many times in the past, uh, I just those really speak to me and really warm my heart. And when I was thinking about it, I, I thought of a kind of a more um, specific instance, a, a experience that we had together that was just a lot of fun for me and for us. And um, when we first were married, we lived out in the country for about the first year and a half of our marriage where Mark grew up and his parents actually still live 
uh, in that area now. And, um, you know, Mark had grown up riding four-wheelers, and it was just part of his life, and he was so comfortable on them. And I had never ridden a four-wheeler in my life. I didn't grow up in the country. And um, so I just remember uh, we would just go out on his four-wheeler lot through his parents' uh, land, through the woods, just in the open fields. And it was just a lot of fun. We just, we had a lot of fun together doing it. It was, um, you know, it it was being physically close because when you're sitting behind someone on a four-wheeler, your arms are wrapped around them, just that feeling of physical closeness as a couple and just kind of being together like that. And then, you know, just going fast and Mark drove really fast. So it was kind of like holding on. And she and, squeezed really hard. <laughs> but you know, I knew I could trust him because he knew how to handle this, uh, this big four wheeler and just had, a, it was just like adventurous. It was fun. It just being in nature, uh, being in the quiet of the outdoors. And, and so it was just a lot of fun. I remember every time we would do that, it just was something special about that. And now, even now when we go back to visit his parents, we occasionally will get on the four wheeler and it's still, a lot of fun. It just kind of brings back all those good memories. But now she drives fast and I squeeze on her. <laughs> but anyway. So we want to talk about um there, you know, how we know how important it is to have fun in our marriage and to laugh and to just enjoy life together. But there are a lot of things that can cause us to not have fun in our marriages and, and to make this a difficult thing. So we want to talk about what are some of those things. You know, one of them is just the burdens of life and stress. You know, we there are so many things that burden us and weigh us down. And You know, when you have children and you have jobs and you have responsibilities and you have um, just things that are weighing on you and that are that are so important and that weigh on your mind and your heart and and the stress that maybe comes from difficulty in relationships that you're having in life or difficulties at your job or in your church or wherever it might be just those burdens can can weigh on us and, and it can be hard to get them out of our mind during the times that we want to have fun with our spouse. Sometimes it's hard to let those things go. So just the just the general and specific burdens of life can can prevent us from having fun with our spouse. And then kind of going with that is just overwork um, and not having time for fun. I I know Mark and I kind of feel like we're in that season now where um, you know it's so busy with with his jobs and with me homeschooling the kids and 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 being home with the five kids and managing the house and our and our church responsibilities and um, the activities for the kids that we need to go to volunteering just so many things so it it can almost feel like. We're, there's no time for fun because there's so much that has to be done, things around the house, all of that. So just, you know, just the responsibilities and the the immense um, pressures and, and responsibilities that we that we all have, just kind of fun gets pushed on the back burner because we think it, it's not important enough to take a priority. Another thing that can cause us not to have fun is, um, you know, bitterness toward one another and, and harboring unforgiveness toward one another. If, if there are things that have happened in, in your relationship, <clears throat> excuse me, things that have happened in our relationship um, that are unresolved or that we're holding on to that have caused resentment within our hearts and they've built up over the years, it's going to really hinder our ability to just be free and open and laugh and have fun with our spouse because 
it's just we don't feel like we want to do that because there's all of this, you know, kind of junk in between us that hasn't been dealt with. So that that's a big thing. I think that's a really big hindrance toward having fun because you kind of are, you know, losing that uh, tenderness towards your spouse and that enjoyment of your spouse because it's being blocked by all this stuff that's been in your relationship that hasn't been resolved. It's that one becoming two thing that we've talked mm-hmm. about in the past, you know, two become one in a, in a, in a marriage and in a successful marriage. But when we have bitterness or anything that separates us, it's that one becoming two again. Right. And then, you know, going along with that, if there's been uh, a lot of hurt in your marriage that's caused distrust between uh, you and your spouse, that is going to be a big hindrance to having fun because, again, you're that's going to put you on guard. You're going to kind of be on the defensive if you feel like you can't trust your spouse or or your spouse has really hurt you deeply or in many ways and and it hasn't been dealt with and, and you're holding this inside. It's going to be hard to, to open up and just feel like you can give your spouse the joy of, of you because maybe you feel like they don't deserve that because of how they've hurt you or because of how they've broken your trust. Um, so that is something that can really hinder that ability to have fun and joy with your spouse. And also another thing is um, seriousness, you know, not not being able to let your hair down. And this could either be because of maybe your personality. Maybe your personality is more of a, a very serious type and, and you're not comfortable letting your hair down. You're not comfortable just kind of laughing and having fun. And, and you know, so that, that will be something that you and your spouse will have to work through. Um, another thing is just you could be not feel like you can let your hair down and and you're and you're serious all the time because of life because of the burdens that we talked about and the tr- the hurt or the mistrust that we've talked about or the the overwork all these things can can kind of create a seriousness and a um you know just not a, not a light-hearted attitude in somebody because it's all this stuff is piling up on you and can kind of change maybe even you from a person who is very lighthearted and and kind of carefree and able to have fun but when all these things start piling up on you it can it can really start to take that away from you and 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 kind of change that about you in that season and i think we've both struggled with that at times mm-hmm. i know i found myself going for too long a periods of time and not laughing not having fun and with you or anybody else for that matter you know right and uh and I know you've expressed to me the same feelings sometimes. And life can bear down on you. And it's why it's so important, you know, uh, not to get off on a tangent, but it's so important to stay close to God and to stay close in our relationship uh, with him and, and, and to be intentional about our relationships with one another because, yeah, the burdens of life can really start to weigh down on you. Mm-hmm, they can. I kind of feel like I'm in that season right now. I'm, I think by nature, I'm a very kind of carefree and just kind of a lighthearted person. And, um, but I, I feel like I've really felt the weight of, um, parenting and, and life in a lot of different ways. And I feel like it's kind of stolen some of that joy. And so I'm really in a season of just, you know, seeking the Lord, uh, so he would restore the joy of my salvation and that he would, um, you know, that he would fill me with his Holy Spirit, which is love and joy and peace and patience and all those things. And, um, but yeah, I think it's something that everybody struggles with at some point in their marriage. So like Mark said, just be intentional about it. Stay close to the Lord. Give him our burdens. Don't hold them ourselves. Allow him to carry that weight. He tells us to do that in scripture, you know, to take his yoke upon us. Absolutely. Yes. So we need to do that. Um, 
another thing that could cause us not to have fun in our marriages is that no one modeled fun for us or for you. Maybe you grew up with parents who didn't have fun in their marriage. Maybe it was just kind of all about we go through our day, we do our thing, we go to bed, we wake up and we do it again. Maybe there was really no joy or spontaneity or fun in your home growing up and your parents didn't have that kind of relationship. So it wasn't modeled for you. So it's just not something that's gonna, that naturally comes to you. You don't really think of that when you think of a marriage. So that's, you know, it's going to really take you surrendering that to the Lord and giving that to him and asking him to to change whatever needs to change in you, whatever he wants to change in order to, you know, to experience that part of your marriage that's going to make it so much better if you and your spouse can have fun and laugh and have joy together. Um, so if it wasn't modeled for you, ask the Lord to show you what that looks like um, because that that really can be a hindrance to having fun in your marriage. Absolutely, and I think I think this happens in a lot of cases for people where they've just never had a, a parental figure or people in their lives who really had that much fun, and so mm-hmm. they uh, they don't, they don't see it, therefore they don't know how to do it. And that right. goes for love and a lot of other other things. Right. And, you know, the last thing we thought about that can cause us to not have fun is pride or arrogance. Um, you know, if if we pride that can come from as a result of, you know, maybe being hurt by our spouse or our spouse does something that we don't like. And so our pride kind of rears up and we're like, I'm not going to I'm not going to give them my time. I'm not going to forgive them so that we can have fun together. You know, I just, it's not right. They don't deserve it. It's not fair, things like that. Um, So we have to be really careful about that. We don't want our own pride and our own arrogance to be a hindrance in our relationship. And so the next question we thought we'd talk about is what are then some strategies for having fun with your spouse? I mean, we're sitting here saying, uh, you know, have fun with your spouse and, and do these things and uh, what can cause you not to have fun? Well, then the logical question is, well, all right, that's great, but then what do we do to have fun? And so some things here, again, kind of relate it to the last list, but first of all, take yourself less seriously. Laugh at yourself. Don't be so uh, quick to take yourself so seriously. I think a lot of us uh, have this issue. Um, I know I can at times, is, but we've got to learn to just say to ourselves, that, uh, you know, life is, or, or our well-being, our pride, our, our reputation or whatever is not that important. And just put that aside. Uh, secondly, you re- reduce some of your burdens. Now, some of you say, well, I've got to go to work. I mean, I can't do that. Well, sure, you, don't, you can't reduce, you can't get rid of all your burdens. You have to work. But maybe you can reduce the amount of hours that you work if you can. If you're a workaholic, maybe change that in your life. Reduce the volunteer activities that you do. You know, there are a lot of good things out there, but we can't do all of the good things. You've got to choose those things to to put into your life that are going to bring you joy, peace, and a sense of satisfaction and be manageable in your life. If, if you're doing too many things volunteer-wise, get rid of a few things. Reduce your TV and entertainment time. A lot of people uh, spend hours upon hours a day in front of the television set or other media devices such as the computer and iPads and and things of that nature, maybe it's time to back off on some of those things and create more space for having fun. There's always the option, too, of taking a stress management course uh, or to reduce your stress through things like meditation. And I'm not talking about 
Eastern religion stuff here. I'm just talking about sitting quietly, maybe with scripture, sitting quietly with your own thoughts or whatever it may be, but meditation or exercise, finding those things that just kind of give you a moment to breathe, give you an hour to breathe so that you can kind of reset from the day, uh, process the things that happened that day, uh, and et cetera. Okay. So in stress management courses, uh, are not a bad thing. I know a lot of people don't like to go to counselors and psychologists and people, but a good run, even Christian stress management course can really be beneficial to help you learn how to deal with life. Right. And, and being able to, to deal with your own stress and the own, your own, the, the burdens in your own life. Um, it's going to hopefully clear them out of your mind for that time. So you can have that time with your spouse. Like we were talking about before, if, if the burdens of life and the worries of life and the responsibilities of life are always weighing down on you, you're not going to feel mentally or emotionally available to your spouse. You're not going to feel like really like you can have fun. So being able to let those things go, you know, get before the Lord, like Mark said, just, st- you know, sit with your own thoughts, process through things, give them to the Lord, have a, a time every day where you are processing what has happened, release to him from the day what you need to release to him, get his truth into you, G- exercise, whatever it is that helps you de-stress so that you can have that time that mentally you can focus on your spouse and you can, those burdens can go away and you can have the fun with your spouse that you want. Uh, and also, maybe seek examples of family and friends who know how to have fun. You know, there are people out there that we can relate to in our lives that, man, they know how to have fun. They know how to let their hair down. Well, if you can be around those people more, family, friends, whoever they are, maybe they can rub off on you a little bit. And maybe you can even directly ask them advice. How do you do this? How do you make time for fun? And what do you do to have fun, etc.? Because we can learn and we should be learning from other people all the days of our lives, right? I mean, that's what life is about, learning, learning, and learning. Um, another thing is Beth talked earlier about bitterness uh, towards our spouse. Well, if that's the case, then maybe a, a tad bit of forgiveness might be in order. And that might help you to relieve the stress so that you can have some fun. Uh, now, I know forgiveness is hard. It's not easy, but as we get ourselves close to God, as we stay in his word, as we become closer to him through prayer and fellowship with other believers, we are going to find that the ability to uh, forgive other people is going to increase dramatically, and our hearts will be softened towards other people, and we'll have an ability to uh, to really soften that our hard outer shell that we can have sometimes through unforgiveness. And, you know, So seeking God's wisdom through scripture and prayer and other believers, these are ways that we can help deal with our stress and therefore deal with uh, maybe our inability to have fun. Because once you feel peace in your heart and you're de-stressed and you're loose, as it were, then you're probably naturally going to want to have fun. I think most people are geared to have some fun. We're not geared to be melancholy and sad. We're geared to be happy, filled with joy, and have fun with life. Um, and then finally, as a, as a strategy, just be intentional about having fun. You know, maybe you don't feel like having fun today, but if you set up a time with your spouse to go out and do something fun, you may be surprised and probably will be surprised that you will have fun. And so being intentional about it and proactive about having fun is going to be key as well. So these are just some things. It's not an exhaustive list, but just some things that you might do to uh, and some strategies you might employ to have some fun.
Right. So, of course, there are tons of things that spouses can do together to have fun, to laugh, to just build that joy in their marriage. But we're just going to you know, talk about a few of them, but the, the list could be infinite. It could just go on and on. Um, one of the, the, you know, the least expensive ways to do it and, and also one of the most intimate ways and constructive ways is just to spend one-on-one time together at home. Uh, this is actually one of my favorite things to do. I love just being home with Mark, just hanging out or whatever, hanging out in the yard or just sitting on, on the, you know, the, the front walk on the benches, just talking or, you know, in the evening when things are quiet or just so there could be so many things that you could do together at home that would not cost you any money. And um, it's you're, you're very relaxed in your home. So it's just a great time for great conversations to start, silliness to start, laughter, whatever needs, you know, to happen. So that's a great and thing to do to have fun. Of course, you could always, the old standard, you could go to the dinner and a movie. It doesn't have to be an expensive dinner. You could go to McDonald's if you wanted to. You could um, do something like that. You know, go get a cup of coffee, whatever it might be that you enjoy doing outside of the house together. Um, just go play outside together. You know, a lot of times you think these are things for kids, but in, adults enjoy doing playing outside too. So just things like throwing a Frisbee or going to run together. If you like to run, um, if you enjoy swimming or hiking or any of those things, things where you are out, I think just being outside in nature outside is, is just a really bonding activity. I feel like God has really placed that in us and, and in his, when we're in his creation, I think it's such an opportunity to have fun and to enjoy time together. And it's so refreshing too, to be out in nature. Mm-hmm. I think it, there's an opportunity there to, to just, uh, refresh your soul. There's just something about being in God's creation mm-hmm. and then to do that together with your spouse is doubly good. Yes, absolutely. Um, and then just working together, uh, it could be being outside and doing yard work, whether it's gardening or pulling weeds or, uh, you know, a project you have outside, any kind of home repair project, things that need to be done at the house as well. Do it together and have fun doing it. Don't turn it into this burdensome, you know, dreaded thing. Make it fun. Like Mark talked about earlier, don't take yourself so seriously. If something goes wrong, be able to laugh at yourself, be able to laugh it off, be able to forgive your spouse for mistakes they make. Like things like that will make the the experience so much more pleasant if you can go into it with the attitude of, I want this to be a fun time. I don't care if it turns out perfect. I don't care if I make mistakes. I don't care if we have to refigure out what we're doing. We're going to do it together and we're going to have fun while we're doing it. And then just, you know, another way is to find some ways to laugh together. Maybe... Maybe you sit down and watch a, a comedian. I know Beth and I, we, we like, there's a couple of comedians that we really like, like Jim Gaffigan. And sometimes we're just, just sitting down and watching him. He is a clean comedian and, and, and uh, John Christ, the Christian comedian. Uh, just sit down and laugh together. It's just something about, something therapeutic about laughing with someone else. Mm-hmm. And when you do it with your spouse on a regular basis, it can be uh, very therapeutic. And, and along with that is joking a lot. Don't be afraid to pop some jokes on your uh, your spouse. Pick on them a little bit. Just be fun. Uh, rib on them a little bit about some things. Of course, you don't want to get mean and spiteful. And I'm talking in good humor and good uh, and good taste. But um, but it's something about when you're joking with someone one and, and and kind of ribbing one another and having fun with one another that really helps to bond people. This is why friends do these things so much to one another. Because it helps bond, and it can help bond spouses as well. 
and then discuss real things together. I think Beth would agree that this is a bonding thing for mm-hmm. uh, her and I, her and me. That when we are able to sit down and talk about real life issues together, discuss real uh, political and social issues together, and and find that common ground that we both have, or even the areas of that we don't have so much common ground, we can work through them and discuss them. It really helps to bond us and grow, grow us close together. And I have a lot of fun doing it, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And then here's another one. We kind of talked about this one other time, and that is hang out with other fun people. Uh, you know, if you, again, if you know some fun people in your life, uh, maybe at your church, maybe at work, wherever, maybe within your own family, uh, hang out with those folks. They can be a great influence on you and, and sort of by by example teach you how to have fun. If you're really struggling with how to have fun, let somebody help you out. And again, it doesn't have to be formal instruction. They don't have to say, okay, come on over Thursday night. We're going to teach you to have some fun. <laughs> but, but you just go together and do things together. And by virtue of that, sometimes you'll learn some skills from them. Right. And that's so biblical. I mean, the Bible talks about the people that we are around, the company that we keep, the, the friends that we choose. That It's so important. There's so many places in Scripture that talk about that, you know, the general idea that we're, we're going to become like the people that we are around. So we have to be very wise about who we choose to be friends with and intimate with and close with. And so if we are around other people who are enjoying each other and enjoying life and know how to laugh at themselves and know how to forgive each other, know how to just have find joy even in the midst of, of life's burdens and things like that, that's going to affect us. It's going to rub up off on us. It's going to be a good influence on us. So, you know, I think that really will have a, a positive effect on us if, if we surround ourselves with other people who are like that. So folks, probably maybe unlike any other show we've done so far on Think Marriage, this one's a very commonsensical and very instinctual. Uh, most of us know how to have fun. I mean, we've had fun before. We kind of know what things you have to do to have fun. So here's the thing. Go have fun. You know, set the time apart. Do the things that you find enjoyment with. Do the things that your spouse finds enjoyment in. And do them together and have some fun. Uh, We've given you some ideas, but I bet you we didn't have to give you any of these ideas. You would have known how to do this without us. You didn't need our help to, to help you have fun. But here's why we're here today talking about this. Because sometimes we just need somebody to give us the authority to do something. Mm Mm-hmm. So Beth and I want to say, here's your authority. Go have fun. And we're going to do that, too. I'm even thinking myself, you know, we're in such a busy season right now that Mark and I just need to say, you know what? Tomorrow, Sunday, whatever, we're just going to take an hour and do something fun. We're just going to, you know, let all the other stuff go for that hour, two hours or whatever, and do something fun. And I think we all need to set those times to do that. All right, folks, so we're going to get off here so we can go have some fun. (laughs) And we will see you next week, Friday, June 5th, 3 p.m., Blog Talk Radio, for our next episode of Think Marriage. And we're going to get into the K in our Think Marriage Think acronym. So we're in the last letter of the acronym. I hope you've enjoyed these uh, discussions so far. We have three more to go in our Think Marriage Think acronym series. And we'll hope to see you and hear from you and be with you next week. Have a great week. Think 
Marriage is a ministry of inquiry for today and is hosted by Beth and Mark Tinsley. Weekly episodes present marriage-related topics using a combination of radio broadcast and audio podcast. Beth and Mark realize that they are an imperfect couple in an imperfect marriage in an imperfect world. However, they firmly believe that they serve a perfect God and they want to share with you some of the life lessons and wisdom that He has shown them. If you'd like to learn more about Think Marriage, go to www.inquiryfortoday.com forward slash Think Marriage. That's www.inquiry, the number four, today.com forward slash Think Marriage. We hope you enjoy today's episode.